Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show, our theme, Christianity and its relationship to politics and pop culture. Today's commentary is a very sad one because I need to offer vehement disagreement and incredible disappointment at somebody whom I have admired for years. I have been a big fan and an admirer of Candace Owens. I like her. I like her a lot. I've offered nothing but respect for her over the air. I've said it over the air often on my radio show and even said so recently, just a number of weeks ago. This woman is courageous. This woman is witty. She rejects the woke culture. She rejects political correctness. She has the courage to take on anybody. She recently took on the LGBTQ community and most people will roll over and play dead for them out of fear of being called a homophobe. She took on Congress when they called her a white supremacist simply because she was conservative. She looked out over those aisles and she said, I don't consider myself a victim. I'm sure that comes as a big disappointment to most of the people in this room. I love this woman. So I was so disappointed when she weighed in on Israel. Israel is always an exception. Israel is one of those places where people on the right and people on the left agree in their condemnation of Israel. It's a real enigma. I've talked about the mystery of anti-Semitism before. I won't get into it again right now. But here is a comment that she made recently regarding this war that Israel's involved with, with Hamas. And she said it on her X account. That's the new name for Twitter, if you haven't been following that since Elon Musk took it over. And this will show you that, unfortunately, even the smartest, most intelligent people can be deceived by lies or perhaps their emotions their personal experiences affecting their thinking, or a little bit of both. She said, No government anywhere has a right to commit genocide ever. There is no justification for a genocide. I can't believe this even needs to be said or is even considered the least bit controversial to state. Owens has also, according to the Washington Post, amplified posts by left-wing figures such as Max Blumenthal, who's a frequent critic of Israel, and posts from other critics of Israel. According to the New York Post, Owens has been a vocal critic of Israel and the U.S. government's support for the country's military military operations in Gaza, which were launched in response to the October 7 surprise assault by Hamas terrorists that killed at least 1,400 Israelis. She did appear with Tucker Carlson to comment on a feud that has since arisen as a result of her comments with Ben Shapiro, co-founder and co-owner of the Daily Wire, whom Owens works for. Shapiro said, I think her faux sophistication on these particular issues has been ridiculous. Now, Owens told Tucker that she would not be making ad hominem attacks against Shapiro, and she said he should be embarrassed over the way he was handling the situation, but the feud has continued, and she has since made some ad hominem attacks of her own, calling Shapiro emotionally unhinged. Now, Shapiro himself is an Orthodox Jew. Obviously, he has some feelings about Israel. He has a right to. Ironically, these last few years, I've liked Candace Owens more than Shapiro, because Shapiro was also one of those conservatives who was kind of a never-Trump. So I've liked and respected Owens 
happens a lot more. But on this particular case, I think he's right in his concern about her remarks. Did he need to make them public? Probably not. I can agree with her on that part. Why would she make a comment like that? She's so intelligent in every way. Surely she sees the difference between people putting babies in ovens and cutting babies' heads off and raping women and going out and trying to find the terrorists. And yes, there will be collateral damage. We've talked about this a lot recently. It is not genocide to do retaliation and try to kill only the evil people. And yes, some innocent people will be killed as well. It's impossible to wage a war without that. Either you've got to say that every single war that's ever been fought, including World War II against the Germans, was genocide, or we've got to give Israel some understanding on this. The same understanding and consideration we would give ourselves or any other nation. We certainly went after terrorists after 9-11 and continue to do so. How can a woman be so right on target with everything else and so wrong about this? Well, a clue may have come up in a different interview, kind of a debate she had on her own program, a conversation with Kozak, a Jewish comedian, and she talked about a time she had visited Israel. She says, I've been as well, and when people call it this bastion of freedom, or it's just like America, that's not the sense that I had when I was there. I grew up in my grandparents' house. My grandfather grew up in a segregated South, and so when I'm walking through Jerusalem and you see and they say, these are the Muslim quarters. This is where the Muslims are allowed to live. That doesn't feel like a bastion of freedom to me. Okay, I've been to Israel myself as well, several times. So was Kozak, and he corrected her. The old city of Jerusalem, the old section of it, has a Jewish quarter, a Christian quarter, an Armenian quarter, and a Muslim quarter. That's voluntary. It's like going to New York and certain ethnic groups live in certain places. Now, if you want to look at Jerusalem proper, the wider modern city of Jerusalem, there is an eastern and a western section, but that goes back to the war between Israel and the Arabs. There was a time when Jordan had been in control of the eastern section. Israel took that back in the 1967 war. A lot of people call that occupied territory. I don't call it that. You can listen to other podcasts and radio shows to get my clarification and detail about that. But she's talking specifically about this old city of Jerusalem, and those divisions were by design, voluntary, agreed upon. Again, Kozak pointed that out to her. But it's interesting how she compared that to the segregated South. Now, she wasn't alive when the South was segregated, but she comes from that background. She's probably heard about that in her family. That was a horrible thing, a horrible stain on our time in America. But this is an example of what I mean when I say she may be taking her own emotions, in this case, her own experiences or the experiences of what she's learned from her family. And she's projecting that on Israel. That at least perhaps explains a little bit. I think I can offer some mercy, some understanding. I still like her, but it is interesting that anti-Semitism, whether it's in the form of Jew hatred, which I don't believe she has, or sincere ignorance, which does seem to be her case, anti-Semitism in all its forms and all its shapes and all its sizes seems to be the only issue that unites both the left and the right. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.